Crossbrand here for LivestreamUniverse.com. Welcome, everybody, to Livestream Stars. This is the show where we feature talented broadcasters delivering high-quality content across Livestream platforms. And Livestream Stars is brought to you by LivestreamUniverse.com. Check us out. We have a new resources page, LivestreamUniverse.com slash resources. Also, Livestream Deals, a lot of good stuff up there. Check that out at LivestreamDeals.com. Come a lot of changes going on with LinkedIn. Some people are excited about the possibilities of being more social on LinkedIn. Other people, well, uh, still not really convinced. Uh, but we have, uh, as soon as I can uh, switch it into a shot. Here we go. There we go. Vivica Von Rosen is with us. And welcome, Vivica. And we're going to talk about LinkedIn today. We're going to get into Excellent. the new changes to LinkedIn how people are using and can use and maybe should use LinkedIn video, employer yeah. branding on LinkedIn, how you can use LinkedIn for your career. And we want to take your questions as well. Um, definitely, if you have any questions on LinkedIn, LinkedIn branding, LinkedIn marketing, LinkedIn sales, anything like that, HR. Anything LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, just throw that in the chat and we'll we'll get it up there. Uh, in just a few minutes, and we will ask Vivica. If you don't know Vivica, she is the LinkedIn expert. She's authored three books on LinkedIn. Her most recent is LinkedIn 101. Uh, no, LinkedIn 101 One ways, ways to Rock Your Personal Brand, right? Exactly. Completely different. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Much more fun. Much more fun. Yes. I think in the chat I put LinkedIn 101 because I thought, okay, then I don't have to write the rest of the title. Exactly. But. People, if you see LinkedIn and 101, it's LinkedIn 101 Ways to Rock Your Personal Brand. She also wrote LinkedIn Marketing an Hour a Day. She's the co-founder of Vengresso, uh, delivering digital sales transformation for increased revenue results. Her team of digital sales experts have trained uh, business professionals in more than 2,000 companies. Uh, she's also an international keynote speaker. She's been uh, a regular speaker at Social Media Examiner's uh, Social Media Marketing World, HubSpot's Inbound Conference, and, and is regularly on all the uh, top lists with LinkedIn experts and social media influencers. And her latest project deals with uh, an area I'm kind of uh, yeah. interested in, and that's employment branding on LinkedIn. Tell us a, a little bit about what you're doing there and how people can find it. Yeah, yeah. So the new course just released yesterday. Um, I wasn't aware of it until someone told me. Um, <laughs> that's, you know, this huge, huge, yeah, huge, huge thing, which is LinkedIn. And, and anyway, um, so my course uh, just released their employee, employee branding on LinkedIn. And it's really how as a company, so obviously for the larger type companies, how can you utilize your employees to really promote your brand across LinkedIn and increase the audience and build credibility and visibility? Um, how can you create thought leadership within your company, create more stake in the game, give them a sense of ownership of not only their profiles, but their position within the company? How do you deal with some of the downsides like, you know, needing a social media policy, how do you create and then disseminate the content so that they share what's appropriate, um, especially during these, you know, political and, and right. uh, yeah, <laughs> disruptive times. So it, it kind of covers all of that in an hour and 15 minutes. Now, I totally get the case for um, your employees being great representatives on LinkedIn. If they have interesting profiles and career paths, that's going to help you attract other good employees. If they're excited and, you know, posting about what the company's doing and the products and services that can lead to sales and, you know, collaborations and all kinds of things. Right. Yeah. But the old way of thinking, and a lot of companies still think this way is, if somebody has too nice a LinkedIn profile, they're probably searching for a job. We don't want our employees to update their LinkedIn profile. We'd rather them forget all about it until uh, we let them go and then they can do whatever they want. <laughs> you know, and that is, that's a, it's an old way of thinking, but it's understandable because at first LinkedIn was a place where job seekers went. You know, it's only been recently that people are understanding the marketing and the, the selling right. aspect really of LinkedIn. So it's an understandable mindset 
mindset, but it's not an efficient or useful mindset for um, for companies. So the the first thing is really education, and and I mean, that is obviously the first part of the, the the training too is educating you know people as to why it is so important. And basically, you know, the buyer's journey has changed. Our buyers are researching us, they're researching our company. And since we can't control how our employees show up, we better make sure that we give them all the tools to show up as, as positively as possible. Because quite frankly, a bad profile could cost your your company more business than a non-existent profile um, and certainly more than a good profile would. So uh, it, right. it's so important to kind of get with the times and understand, first of all, if your employee is looking for a job, they're going to be looking for a job anyway. If your employee is well branded to your company, mm -hmm. it almost indicates like here, you know, this person is part of our team, like good luck trying to pull him or her away. So, right, right, you know, right. and now as opposed to like, yeah, I do this and I do this and I've got 16 years at this and I'm, you know, instead of the resume as LinkedIn profile. So um, I, I think it's just changing that mindset and educating companies um, and to the need to get all of that uh, branding mm -hmm. across. We're talking LinkedIn uh, with Vivica Von Rosen, the LinkedIn expert, and we'll be taking your questions. We'll also get into LinkedIn video and some of the changes. Welcome, Alberto, Tim Longwell. Great to see you. Nancy, Terry Johnson, Cheval, Stephen O'Sullivan, Sarah Wiseman, Eduardo Guerra, Tish, Tish, Tish. My Twitter notifications <laughs> do seem to work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Welcome, everybody. So good to see everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Please do share this out. Um, I know there's a lot of people who are interested in learning about LinkedIn. I guess there's other people who are dragging their feet. Maybe this will be <laughs> what we can do to help them uh, start making more use of LinkedIn as as well. Um, let's talk about those changes. What, sure. what's, why is LinkedIn seem so different? If you haven't yeah. been been there and now you've come back like <laughs> after like, six months. Where is everything? It, it kind of looks like a social platform and not a place where people post their resume and, and exactly. never come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It, and which is which has been the you know traditionally what so many people have done. Yeah. You know, a lot of people were really nervous when Microsoft bought LinkedIn um, and and they were concerned that Microsoft was going to ruin LinkedIn. And right. everyone was concerned. I was concerned. You know, everyone was concerned about that. But but I really think they've done a good job of integrating their resources um, you know, like a video platform, um, into LinkedIn's platform. And I'm also thrilled with their ability to, uh, you know, to, to reformat the user interface. Now I was kind of irritated with the new user interface when it first came out because, you know, things that were easy to find before, like pulse or recommendations were hidden and or gone. Um, things like notes and tagging were, integral to, to what I taught and used myself. Um, and then LinkedIn got rid of them. Um, fortunately, there's solutions around a lot of these things. However, you know, kind of six months in or eight months in, um, it's such an intuitive platform, especially for those who are more mobile savvy. I mean, if you've been using LinkedIn on your mobile phone, it was a complete disconnect going from mobile to the platform, you know, previous to this new user interface. At and, least, and now it's exactly the same. And now right? it's very similar, right? The <laughs> icons are, you know, the icons are on the top instead of the bottom, but but the icons are the same. Mm -hmm. It says home, it says me, it says, you know, uh, so so a lot of it is similar. Um, and it, it just, to me, has become a little bit easier to use, even though some of my, my favorite features are gone or hidden. Yeah, I have to admit, yeah. I re I really resisted at first um, because the old, the old um, presentation, right? Yeah. I could see people's portfolio items yeah. right away for every exactly. job that they put out. Um, yeah. I took some time putting my own on there, and it's like, where are they? And yes. <laughs> you know, at first they're like they're missing, and then yeah. you know they corrected some of the you know, errors and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, I had like deleted some stuff and tried to re up. Exactly. So oh, there I were know. definitely, there were definitely glitches in, in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Um, and oh, the other 
They're here now too. The other thing, the other reason why I wasn't crazy about it is I, it seems like, and I could be wrong on this. I don't know yeah. what the latest statistics are, but LinkedIn is the one social network that people probably use more on desktop than they do on mobile because yeah. recruiters it's are searching over. all days. And exactly. Old people like us use the desktop, <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the right. thing. Um, it, it actually switched over a, about the time Microsoft bought it. Um, so now more people are using mobile and it is absolutely age related, right. followed very closely by industry related, because I know I was at a plastics association um, conference the other day and everyone was, you know, 40 plus. And I said, how many people use, you know, the mobile version of LinkedIn and, and three 20 somethings raise their hand. You know, right, 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 right. And, and Nancy's on mobile right now. So, right, right. <laughs> but no, Nancy I'm using the hard, if nothing else. Now, so maybe it yeah, worked, yeah, right? Yeah, maybe yeah, it made exactly. me familiar with the, the mobile interface. Like now it's yeah. just seamless. So I don't even think exactly. about which one. And exactly. I think if they're going to become a social network, right, then they, they need have that. To. They really yeah. do. Exactly. Exactly. So, right. uh, welcome, Nancy. Welcome, Claudia yeah. Santiago, Jennifer Sloan. Great to see you all. Um, let's get to some questions. Um, Tim Longwell asks that he says he has a LinkedIn uh, account, but no blog group posts. What would be the best way to proceed with video about reigniting creativity and offering my art and home decor accessories? Nice. So, um, so first of all, forget groups. They're useless right now. Yeah. Uh, I am hoping that LinkedIn starts, does something with its groups. Cause I think, you know, when groups first came out, they were such a viable and powerful platform and then spammers got hold of it. And then LinkedIn threw the baby out with the bathwater. And then they really threw the baby out with the bathwater with this later user, latest user interface. So I'm telling people not to devote a whole lot of time mm -hmm. to groups. Don't delete them yet. Cause LinkedIn might revamp them at some point. However, having said that, the other forms of content sharing on LinkedIn, like native video, like LinkedIn publisher, like updates and long form updates mm -hmm. are really powerful because, well, they're not gamified like Facebook, right? It's not necessarily right. pay to play. It's pretty much it'll show up on the timeline chronologically and then if it gets shared it shows up again so it's there's a little weight there's a little extra weight right now to video just because it's new and they always do that but really it's a powerful program so right <laughs> having right. said that to answer your question um in the b2c world because i'm assuming you're a little bit more b2c and, and linkedin is people tend to think of linkedin as a b2b network and certainly that's that's where the arena i play in however having said that the nice thing about b2c is on linkedin is um where you would naturally gravitate i'm assuming to like instagram especially if you're an artist to instagram or to facebook you're gonna have a whole lot of competition on there whereas people doing b2c especially artists people doing it well on linkedin are few and far between so you don't have as much uh, you don't have as much competition um, on LinkedIn, especially in the timeline. Now, because you're an artist, I'm assuming you're a little bit more visually inclined than I am. Um, you also have a really good idea of what attracts people visually. And so you can probably um, find a way of bringing video um, in and using those elements in your video to attract the human eye. Uh, the na native video, it's native video. It's not live streaming. It's it's not even immediate. Um, you can upload a video to LinkedIn that you shot a month ago and that's been sitting on your phone for a month or a year ago mm -hmm. for that matter. And now that they brought um, native video, I uploaded mine for the first time from my desktop today, actually. Um, now that they brought it to the desktop, um, there's even more manipulation that you can do. And where a lot of us used to showcase, you know, YouTube videos we had over on LinkedIn, you can still do that, of course, but native video is just getting more, more weight in the algorithm right now. So what I would recommend to you, here's my actual answer, is using like native video updates and publisher to talk about your art, but don't sell it, right? You're not going, hey, right. buy this piece of mine because this is an Etsy. Um, you could mm -hmm. be talking about the process of developing your art, where you get inspiration from, who inspires you, what other artists inspire you. If you can pull a business element into it in some way, shape or form, um, all of that will keep your, your content relevant 
to LinkedIn um, while still making you stand out on LinkedIn. So even if LinkedIn is not traditionally a B2C type um, place, I think mm -hmm. if you do it well, you even got a little bit of, a, a, of an advantage there. Yeah, and you can certainly link to a, a website oh, course, or a yeah. place yeah. where people can then buy your services. I, I mean, the first Absolutely. thing, I guess, the, the, the other thing that comes to mind really is that people on LinkedIn may actually have money to spend versus other That's, platforms. You know, it's funny. I just did this whole series for the outdoor um, for the outdoor industry on B2C, LinkedIn and B2C, and that was it. That, you know, here's some interesting facts. Like, people on LinkedIn are two times more likely to trust a brand and to trust content that comes from LinkedIn. Like we just don't trust right. Facebook anymore. We just don't. Right. We understand all the gamifications that's going on. But if someone um, shares something or if someone refers something on LinkedIn, we're two times more likely to trust it. We're also two times more likely to buy it um, on the very few occasions that people sell, you know, consumer products on LinkedIn, we are two times more likely to buy it because we have the money. We're also the richest. Um, the average, I think it's dropped a bit, but the average income of a LinkedIn user is 96,000. It used to be 104,000, but still right. that's more than the average Facebook or, or Twitter or even Instagram user. Um, and then the, 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 um, the loyalty, the consumer and brand loyalty that uh, LinkedIn members have is, again, it's like two times that of Facebook, Twitter, et cetera. Maybe Instagram stands really high, too. But um, Facebook and or, I'm sorry, LinkedIn and Instagram, as far as brand loyalty, um, stood up a lot higher. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Larry Snow, welcome. First of all, Larry helped me test out yeah. Instagram's hey, uh, interview feature <laughs> yesterday. Oh, nice. He asks, um, why did LinkedIn get rid of the preview know. option on articles? I know, right? I don't know. I, you <laughs> no know, idea. I, I, I wish, I wish I could tap into the decision makers, all of the decision makers on of link on LinkedIn because they do some stuff that I'm just like, what? Why? <laughs> yeah, exactly, Tim, and B2B buyers buy art too, of course. You know, and speaking of B2B and B2C, uh, you know, that's just industry. We're all human beings, right? When you're engaging right. with people on LinkedIn, I'm not engaging with some corporate brand. I'm engaging with an individual who happens to work for that corporate brand or that consumer brand. So um, thanks for bringing that up, Tim. Yeah, we're all humans. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I want to get to Cheval's question. Yeah. Um, he asked, should you repurpose your article well, from your blog to your LinkedIn publisher? Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's no Google slap. Um, if right. you're concerned about a Google slap, you can wait a week. Um, but there, we have noticed absolutely no Google slap. It hasn't cut down on our, our visibility at all. Um, when I had LinkedIn to business as my previous company, mm -hmm. I would get more views on LinkedIn to business of my blog post. But when I brought that blog as an article onto LinkedIn, I'd get a ton more engagement, less views, more mm -hmm. engagement. Now that now with Vengresso, we tend to generate a lot more, more visibility than even LinkedIn to business did. Right. And it's about a match. But it's absolutely worth putting on publisher because you will get more engagement there. And it keeps people on LinkedIn, right. um, which you want to do, right? You want to do until you're ready for them to go to their web, <laughs> do your website and download your white paper or whatever. But, right. but as long as you can keep them on LinkedIn and really buy onto your LinkedIn profile, let me clarify that. As That's long right. as you keep them on LinkedIn and your LinkedIn profile, it's, it, it's building more um, stake in the game with you personally and you know all things being equal people know people know and like and right. do business with people they know like and trust so that's what we're trying to do so um the short answer which i never give short answers is yes you can absolutely <laughs> repurpose right, your content right. your blog content on linkedin publisher thanks Cheval. that's that's a great question, question a, a quick a quick follow-up i have is um if you have a long blog post do you recommend putting no. it all on there or doing yes. like you know, the first third and then to read more at my whole website. Put nope, the whole, whole thing, thing right whole on. Thing. The, the reason is, um, and I think it was uh, Buzz Sumo um, who did the search with Anders Pink. Um, and they researched 100,000 um, published posts. And the posts that got the most visibility, shockingly, were between three and 10,000 words. Because the more words that you have on there, the more keywords, the more findable that article mm -hmm. is. The other thing is I think LinkedIn... I, 
I always say that LinkedIn members are smarter than Facebook people, but that's not true. But what it is, is when you're on LinkedIn, you're on LinkedIn for business. Right. And when you're on LinkedIn, you're trained to stay on a profile and read through a profile if you're, say, in HR. You're trained right. to read through an article if you're doing some research. You're trained to stay longer on these different features of LinkedIn. You're just trained by use. Whereas, you know, when we're on a Facebook, it's like next, 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 stop for three seconds for a video, right. next, 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 next. And so I think when we're on LinkedIn and you have that longer form post, people are trained to spend more time with that content. And if it's good content and it's business related content, A, they don't feel guilty because they're not looking at singing cat videos, right? Right, right. So they don't feel guilty and truly there might be something there that helps them in their business. Um, so that's all, again, very long answer to say, um, right, put your whole dang post in there. Not only do you put your whole post in there, any lead magnets you might have on your website, you can take an image of that and put it in the middle of your publisher post so that you still get that that lead magnet traffic. Um, you should put a full, well, I say full, you should put like about a hundred word biography at the bottom of each LinkedIn publisher post with hyperlinks right. back to wherever. You should put calls to action in there. You should put your contact information or a calendar link in there. Um, you know, there's a lot that you can do with LinkedIn publisher to drive traffic um, or engagement or both. Now, for those of us who are, are live streamers, a lot of our blog posts are really the videos from our show yeah, that we yeah, put on yeah. YouTube and then embedded exactly. on our website or whatever. Yeah. Um, what do you think about video posts that are basically, Absolutely. that's fine, right? And then that's, just put some show notes me. on there. And even if it's not a lot of, even if it's not a lot of text now, more text is better, but, right, uh, right. but yeah, like if, so, but, you know, if we wanted to transcribe this using Rev or whatever transcription tool you use, you know, you could literally copy and paste the transcription into the show notes section mm -hmm. of the LinkedIn, um, uh, of, of your LinkedIn publisher post. Right. And yeah, and then that gives people the opportunity because we say we like video more, but we like three seconds of video. But right, right. realistically, I'm not going to listen to this whole hour. I'm going to scroll down <laughs> and look for the highlighted areas that have the information that I'm actually interested in. So having links that actually start the video at yeah. a certain time or the podcast yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that or or just, or have just a cut it description up or have or cut it up, um, you know, and then LinkedIn video, the native video feature, which, of course, we you could still use this, you right. know, this video. You just have to do less than 10 minutes, like nine minute segments. Um, but you could use that in the native video as well and get more visibility. What do you think about using um, repurposing show clips and interview yeah. clips and things like that for for native LinkedIn video? Yeah, absolutely. Because they tend to be a little bit more professional and we're seeing native video, everything. And, and I'm so guilty of this, like everything from, oh, I should really do a video right now, but I don't know what to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. And my hand's shaking. Right. right so, right. and I'm guilty of that. So, so, you know, we, we see everything from really unprofessional <laughs> type clips to extremely right. professional clips like this, which you've got an extreme amount of experience. Hence, and, and, and everyone who's listening, who's in the live streaming world, you know, you've got things and, and the person who does it best, one of the people who does it best, I think, is actually Prime Minister Trudeau. He does his in French and in English because Canada, French and English. Um, he's good to look at. And uh, he just is hot. And, and he transcribes. So when he's doing his English video, he transcribes it in French. And when he's doing his French video, he transcribes mm -hmm. it in English. And he asks his audience questions and he asks them to respond in there. I mean, he uses LinkedIn video brilliantly and he gets millions of views usually or hundreds of thousands anyway. Um, and it makes him accessible, you know, uh, which some of other world leaders are not. Right, so, right. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, but so to answer your question, um, yeah, I think it's perfectly okay to repurpose um, live stream material that that you've got right. um, as long as you're under that five gig um used to be five meg now it's five gig um you right. can use 4k video i don't but it just has to be no more than 10 minutes no more than 10 minutes um is there a sweet spot in the the time of video like does one minute do better than nine minutes or three minutes better yeah, than one minute that's actually a good question i don't know the answer to that uh, i'm going to reach out to my friends at buzzsumo and have them do that search actually so oh, i'm cool. going to actually make a note to have them do that um it's not been around long enough so i think the data would be very analogical right now but um i will i'm actually going to reach out to 
to buzz and ask them about best video. Um, I would assume in the two to three minute, unless right. it's very high quality educational content, mm -hmm. um, you know, like marketing profs does these take 10 um, right. video trainings. So something like that, people are going to stay the whole 10 minutes, but me just like blah, blah, blah. And here I am at inbound and here's Boston and here's a nice building. And here's right, right, right. And like, people are like, what the, I don't even care. So, so if I um, ask you case, like, keep it what are five steps for improving your LinkedIn yeah. profile? And then yeah. we, we went through five steps, then that yeah. could be a longer video. But exactly. if we're chatting about the video length and we don't have an answer, maybe yeah, that's exactly. length, right. Maybe that one won't get on, right? <laughs> uh, Lisa, I want to bring in this question from Larry because uh, he wasn't on before just so that yeah. you can give the same short answer to him that you gave to somebody else, which is he's asking how to get more engagement in groups. He belongs to several groups, uh, relevant content, and basically gets yeah. three likes and one comment out of 18,000 members. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Three likes and one comment—it's amazing, Larry. Groups suck right now. Um, as I was saying earlier, you know, when LinkedIn, when LinkedIn made its first change to groups with the user interface, um, it, it threw the baby out with the bathwater because there's right. so much spam. But what they did instead of helping us to moderate spam more, they're like, okay, pretty much nothing's gonna get seen. And then with the right. newest user interface, like you probably can't even see the 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 discussions that you post, right? Because the, the only way you can get those highlights now is on the mobile app. Um, sometimes, right. I mean, they just don't show up, up even in notifications. So how do you even know if people are engaging, right? So um, I'm, I'm not saying give up on groups 100% because I still think that LinkedIn might do something with them. It's such a great platform. They just need to fix it. Right. Um, but don't... I have, here's a good example, Larry, so don't feel bad. I have a group with 38,000, 34 or 38,000. Anyway, a lot of people in it. I sent out two announcements. So announcements are even better than discussions, right? Because announcements are like an email that goes out about an event that, a free online webinar about how to use LinkedIn more effectively, which I usually have like a 20 to 33% conversion, depending on the audience I share that with. Okay, so 34,000 people, the announcement went out twice, so that's about 68,000 impressions. I had four people sign up. That's when I went, okay, groups suck. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. <laughs> Don't waste your time, Larry. I think that's what we're That's what we're I'm saying. Say there are <laughs> other ways. There are other ways. Long-form posts, video, long-form right. updates are all doing better than groups are right now. Um, Claudia asked, how about adding hashtags with the video, et cetera? Should she include or not include? Yeah. Yeah. Hashtags are a thing again. <laughs> I know. Right, Larry? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Claudia, hashtags are a thing again on LinkedIn. Absolutely. You know, it's, they're not as sophisticated by a long shot as they are on say Instagram. Um, but my, my hashtag, uh, strategy as such as it is do one hashtag that is strictly something you would do. Um, so like ours is hashtag GoVangresso because there's, it's unlikely that other people are going to use hashtag GoVangresso. Um, and that allows us, uh, within my company to find the posts that we all share. So, um, one hashtag that's unique to you and then two or three common hashtags, hashtag social selling, hashtag live streaming, hashtag social marketing, where you right. might show up in, in the general search. And yeah, you can add hashtags to your long form posts, to your video updates, to your regular updates, to your link updates. Um, and I absolutely recommend adding hashtags um, again because, yeah, now LinkedIn's using them again. Okay. Welcome, Jacqueline. Welcome, Brad Friedman. Welcome, Jay Garrett. Great to see you all. Jay, thanks for sharing out uh, LivestreamUniverse.com. Um, so anything else with video that, you know, stands out to you? Maybe yeah. what people are doing well, what mistakes they're making, yeah. have careers ended based on what people have posted <laughs> on LinkedIn video? <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I'm like, I wrote an article for Social Media Examiner, and basically, you know, video can either make or break you. Um, so, and you, you know the types I'm talking about. They like look so good on on not camera they look so good in their photoshopped within an inch of their lives you know photoshop <laughs> photos like their brand is 25 years ago 80 you know 80 less wrinkles 40 less pounds and and a whole lot more hair ago and and they're like living and dying by that you know 1988 right. picture and that's their brand 
they get on LinkedIn video and there's such a disconnect. You're right. like, holy crap, <laughs> like you are not the person I thought you were. Um, so that's where there can be a disconnect. If, you're, if, if you have not been authentic in your brand and who you are, there can be a huge disconnect there. So you might wanna stay off video. Um, yeah. the, the other place where you might lose or gain Po, uh, uh, followers, actually, and I'll use, I'll, I'll share an example with you here shortly, um, is with the use of expletives. Um, and so I have been known to drop a couple at expletives in, in my life before. And, you know, I have to be careful with that, with the new company. It's a little bit more corporate, a little more, more enterprise, a little bit more right. traditional. Whereas with LinkedIn to business, it was mine. I didn't care what the hell I said. So, um, <laughs> so the perfect example of this, just is, to warn you, this is a family. Warn you, exactly. <laughs> hey, Nancy. So a perfect example of this is my friend, Sue Zimmerman, who's the uh, Instagram expert. And so I have been trying to get her active on LinkedIn for ages. And every time I work with her, she has a lot of success and then she drops it. Well, she was so excited when there was video. Like finally there's, because she is like the queen of video. She is amazing on video and she swears a lot. Hashtag shit ton. I mean, she literally has a hashtag sign <laughs> that says shit ton. So, you know, so she, here she is on LinkedIn and she was complaining about people who invite her to connect and are like, hey, we have a lot in common and I think we should connect. And they're clearly just there to like try and sell her something. Right, and she right. was dropping a few expletives around that. Some people didn't like it. And she's like, then fucking un unfollow me is exactly what she said. And I'm just <laughs> quoting. I'm just right, right. quoting. Um, and but that <laughs> we'll allow that. It's in a direct quote. Exactly. It is a direct quote. It's, from news, it would, it's newsworthy because it's it is, a quote from exactly, Subi Zimmerman. So. Exactly. <laughs> but that 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 went viral, and some people, and it started a whole sub conversation about what was appropriate, not appropriate in video. Here's the thing. It is appropriate to your audience as long as it's appropriate to your audience. And if That's someone right. like someone someone wrote me says I hate your videos, and I'm thinking to myself then why the hell are you following me on LinkedIn? Like block me and you won't right. see my videos anymore. It's it, it, well, and live streaming, you, you all know all about this. <laughs> <Right>. So, so <laughs> um, I can't even remember what the original question was, but, oh, well, yeah. Is it, what are things you shouldn't, shouldn't do? So swearing completely up to you. What is your right. buyer persona? What is your audience? Um, it's okay to have a very unprofessional photo or not photo video once in a while, I wouldn't like make that your norm because you just won't get people watching it anymore. Um, uh, oh crap! I'm <laughs> crap. Now I, it's like I unlocked the swearing the 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 the, the swearing box. Um, oh, I'm totally forgetting his name though. There's uh, he's English. Oh God, I know him so well too. Um, he's he's in England. He's another LinkedIn expert. He's so good at video, and I totally can't remember his name. My no, I can't remember his name. Um, anyway, it'll come to me later. Um, he's so good at video because each one of his uh, native videos is like a production um, and he does it so well. And he's got the captions and the flyovers and the the, the opening video and the closing video. Um, so he's he's really kind of made it almost like LinkedIn TV, right? Each each episode or each each video is like an episode in a production he does it so so well mark williams thank you nancy thank <laughs> you exactly uh mark is is brilliant at that um <laughs> so it's it's um you know you just you want to make sure you're not hurting your brand by the way you're portraying yourself that's right and i i, I like what you said about knowing your audience too because yeah what goes over well with one audience doesn't go over well with another. Yeah, exactly. I, I had a, a professor in college who started teaching when he was like 21 years old and like, he's still teaching now. Right. And he said in the seventies, if you didn't throw in a couple of F bombs, nobody would pay attention to you. <laughs> exactly. You had no credibility. By yeah. the, by the nineties, if you threw in a couple of those, somebody was going to the principal, you know, not the principal, but to, <laughs> exactly. to the dean or whatever saying, yeah, yeah. you know, writing in an evaluation, why does he have exactly. to use that language? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I think it's like that on platforms too, right? And absolutely. With absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I really, and, and I'm probably oversharing here, but it was interesting because, um, 
Sue was working with a coach and her coach was like, Sue, you've got to stop using expletives all the time. You're, you're missing mm -hmm. out on, uh, you're missing out on some, you know, enterprise opportunities. And Sue's like, but that's not who I am. And then, um, our friend Brene Brown, right, wrote, wrote her latest book. And so Sue's coach saw that and actually sent Sue a, a portion of it, which basically where Brene says, I have to be myself. I'm right. not going to, I'm not going to stop swearing. I'm not going to stop talking about God or, you know, whatever women's empowerment to please a particular niche audience. So, and, and so the, the, um, this woman shared that with Sue and said, you were right. You were right. And, and go be you, right? <laughs> go be you. So <laughs> yeah, let's not share this with Gary. Right. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, go be you, but just know your audience. Um, you know, yeah, Gary was at Vid Summit, and I guess I didn't make a mental note of it because, you know, every other word out of his mouth is so oh. I just thought it was normal. Yeah. Um, and, and, and a friend of mine who's sitting next to me goes, you know, he was just answering a question from a 13-year-old. See? No, <laughs> he your is audience. who he is, right? I no, mean, he is audience. who he is, right? It doesn't change. He is change. who he is. I know. So, uh, you know, with video, I think... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave out the f-bombs we'll leave out the f-bombs when there are 13 year olds on the uh, yeah in your audience exactly any in, any uh information or uh good guess on when live streaming's coming to <laughs> linkedin yeah like like let, let, small steps here ross right. <laughs> come on we got video finally oh my <laughs> god here's what i think will happen next we'll get we'll get native video in company pages um and I hope we'll get uh, native video or some form of native video into private messaging, i.e. Skype, because mm -hmm. I mean, hello, <laughs> it's like they own both. Why wouldn't they use some kind of Skype, you know, button within LinkedIn? They have the advantage um, over every other social platform Skype. because <laughs> Skype's audio and video quality is so exactly. superior to what you get using like WebRTC and stuff. Well, exactly, exactly. So they they definitely have the technology, um, but you know they've never made chats possible. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I mean, you know, we we had our our LinkedIn chat on Twitter for well, we still do um, because chats are impossible on LinkedIn, and so right. I don't know if they'll ever go live streaming. Um, I think they'll probably look at their audience and as marketers, we're all about it, right? As salespeople, right, right. we're all about it. Um, but realistically, we're still only like 30, 20 to 30% of the population and they're probably not going to introduce it um, live streaming, right. uh, you know, but anytime I say something about LinkedIn, they go and change it and do the opposite. So maybe we will get it next week. I, um, I mean, <laughs> if you think people are making mistakes with, with recorded video, imagine oh. where there's no, uh, you know, Maybe I won't upload button and they're yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. career. Oh my, God. oh my God. Right. Well, and here's the thing, like, thank you for bringing that up because I don't know why people feel it's LinkedIn is still a business networking site. And so like I had a, I had a, a, a post, a, um, a publisher post on LinkedIn, an article, I guess. And, um, these businessmen, it was about the uh, wage, um, inequality and the wage gap. And you know, it's everyone is welcome to their opinion. <laughs> As right. a woman, I know it's true. But um but but you're welcome to your opinion. But we had men on there saying things like, well, of course women are paid less. They're crazy one week out of the month. Women belong in the kitchen barefoot in the kitchen. I mean, they were actually writing this. And I'm thinking to myself like, you moron, your boss just saw what you wrote. You know, so there was a, there was a strong possibility and actually my friends, you know, called all these people out. So I didn't even have to, but I'm thinking, you know, to, to, to what you just said, there, there is a lot when we start doing the live streaming thing and even with the video thing and even with the comments on video, there's such a possibility of people saying or doing something that could get them fired. So they need to be a little bit more careful, I think. That's right. And I mean, it could happen on any platform, right? We've seen people put posts that they thought were private on um, oh my God. <laughs> Facebook, right? Like after the shooting in Las Vegas, oh, uh, the famous oh. uh, situation where oh. the woman who is an executive attorney yeah, at yeah, CBS yeah, yeah, basically yeah. said she had no sympathy for the victims. 
And she thought, oh, Goodbye. well, it's a, fa- it's a Facebook yeah. post. Yeah. What difference does it make? Nobody yeah. that's. It's not like I put it on LinkedIn, right? Well, guess what? She didn't follow my rule, which is if I have to hide it behind privacy settings, I don't post I'm not putting it in there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> not yeah. everybody may agree with what I say behind That's the privacy right. setting and keep it private, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. That's, well, you know, another good example of that was with uh, Charlotte. Uh, her name's not Charlotte Church, but anyway, she, um, Charlotte something. She was uh, out of a lawyer out of England, and she had, and yes, this was maybe somewhat inappropriate, but not to the level that she blew it up, where she had one, a colleague say that her not, and it wasn't gross because everything went public. <laughs> you know, he said her, he, he even said, I know I'm probably out of line, but you have a very attractive photo on LinkedIn. Not appropriate <laughs> for LinkedIn, but come on, whatever. Like, say thank you and move on or say it's not appropriate and move on. Well, it blew up. It went public. Um, his private letter to her went public. They both ended up getting fired. I mean, it turned into this debacle. So I'm with you, Ross. Like, just if, you know, don't, say anything on any social privately or publicly that you wouldn't want your, your grandmother or your granddaughter to read. That's um, right. You know, that's what it comes <laughs> down to. So, and I guess that goes with expletives too. <laughs> I can swear in Swedish though, perfectly. So I, you know, and nobody would know. And, and nobody would know except my grandmother. That's Rest right. In peace. <laughs> so for people who have been away from LinkedIn or basically treating it as an online resume, right? Yeah. And now they're hearing there's a little buzz around LinkedIn and people are coming back and there's video. Getting a lot of, yeah. How would you recommend people start using LinkedIn as they take steps away from it being a static resume, basically, and they want to start either being more social or showcasing their knowledge and and really making something more out of their experience on LinkedIn and maybe selling things or getting a better yeah, job yeah, or whatever. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, how, like what, what do you think are the, the, the next steps for people who are right now just basically they put up a profile, profile and occasionally and accept or reject uh, connection yeah. requests, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, first of all, and I think this audience is going to be a little different, right? Because this audience is already mm-hmm. socially inclined and, and marketing inclined. So, right. um, so for this audience, I would say look at content you already have, long form written content, video content, podcast content, look at content you already have that's relevant to your LinkedIn audience, which may or may not be the same as your Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter audience. In some cases it is, like mine is actually pretty similar, so I can post across all all mediums. Um, But feel free to repurpose relevant content on LinkedIn, just just realize you've got yet another platform where you can share video, where you can share long form posts, where you can share updates. Um, and it's you know it's interesting because LinkedIn's timeline is is an interesting balance between Facebook and Twitter. So you're not going to post as prolifically as you would on Twitter. Like on Twitter, I'm 30, 40, 50, 60 posts a day sometimes, depending on what I've got built up into my scheduling tool. And I apologize ahead of time for that. Um, and on Facebook, it might be once or twice a week, um, more on the weekends because, you know, I'm scrolling through and I'm right, commenting right. on things. But but as far as business, once or twice a week, something might go up there when I remember. Um, and on LinkedIn, it's two or three times a day. Um, and then I'll sometimes share more stuff if it's, a, if it's my friend's stuff. But but me natively sharing my own content, it might be really once or twice a day, realistically. So it's it's a it's in between Facebook and Twitter. Um, but so for this audience, like repurpose right. content you already have, just always think like, can I put this on LinkedIn? Does it make sense to put this on LinkedIn? It does. Okay, let's do it. Um, for someone, and they're not even going to be listening to this, so I don't even know why I'm saying this, but <laughs> But for our our sales teams, right, because we do a lot of sales training for enterprise um, sales teams, they're not on social generally. Um, they don't understand this whole personal branding piece. They don't understand branding in general. They don't understand social selling. And mm-hmm. for them, you know, LinkedIn might be the only platform where they, they're suddenly beginning to create and or curate content. So that's a longer conversation and a different conversation. But for the folks here, you know, you've, you're already creating content, just start repurposing it a little bit more on LinkedIn. Um, what I love about LinkedIn is it really, it's more business oriented. So 
like right. 90% of my job offers come through LinkedIn. Mind you, I have a significantly bigger market there too than I right. do. And well, I guess Twitter's bigger, but, um, but certainly on Facebook and Instagram, uh, I'm, I'm much more active on LinkedIn, but I mean, the business that comes through that comes through LinkedIn is, well, it's supporting me. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> it, makes, it really does make sense. It too. really does make sense. Exactly. Um, Donna has a comment here that I think is interesting. She says, um, polish up that LinkedIn profile, LinkedIn integration yeah. with the profile card in Office 365 has been rolling out to Outlook. Um, I'm not an Outlook user, but um, for those that do use it, that's definitely something I think you'd say is worth doing, that's right? Absolutely. And, you know, it's really exciting about Office 365. Um, and I don't use it either. Um, <laughs> but but uh, but a lot of people do, especially in, in, in our world and or in the business world. Um, and then our friend John uh, Ferrar with Nimble.com. So Nimble has actually been integrated as well. That's part of the profile card um, has yeah. been integrated as well into Office 365 Outlook. Um, and it, there's just like for free. Um, so this is just a huge opportunity to gather data, um, have updated data and have a better sense of who you're engaging with, um, you know, uh, through 365. And I'm trying to remember like back in 2009, it was like a boxer or something like that. It was, uh, it was a Gmail app, um, it was like reportive, but it was even better. And it and it pulled LinkedIn data into your Gmail. So it was like reportive, but it was pre-reportive. Um, and it was just amazing. Um, wow. And so this is kind of the same thing now, and it's available 365. I know, you know, I've got a Mac and I've got Office 365 for a Mac and I still don't use it. I just, I'm an old dog. I don't do many new tricks. <laughs> Michael uh, <laughs> Murphy, who uh, does a podcast, obviously hey, asks um, yeah. how do podcasts perform on LinkedIn? You know, um, okay, it's not it, because there's not really a podcasting forum, but here's the thing you've got it. You might as well share it. Right. So I've got a client, Jean Bliss. Um, we, we put her podcast in publisher and then with the show notes, um, and it gets the podcast, you know, maybe a hundred, 200 more, I would say views, but listens, right. um, which is better than nothing. And, you know, it costs what, $25, <laughs> you know, for her VA to put it up there. So right, right. you might as well, it, it's not going to hurt it at all. Um, be, if they had native audio, that would be really cool. But since they don't, you know, you're still sharing links. And anytime you share a link that people have to click through, it's, it's a little, it, 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 it knocks down your efficacy, but, right, um, right. but why not? Why not, Michael? <laughs> By the way, Michael does these incredible short tutorial videos that he puts on yeah. um, Instagram. <laughs> those, I think those would be amazing would on be LinkedIn. Great. Yep. Plus, you yep. know, they sort of are are teasing solving business problems yep. for people with technology and things like right. that. That they would be good click throughs to the website and to business, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what we had. Uh, that's what we had Sue do. She's, she's got the Instagram tutorials and, and right. she's starting to put them on LinkedIn because they're already on her phone. So right. I'm not, she, right? Michael's thing for you to, be phenomenal. She doesn't have to uh, talk and do the spontaneous <laughs> stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, co content like that, oh my God, it's a gold mine. Like I need to be doing that both on Instagram and on LinkedIn. I know it. I know mm -hmm. it. I just don't. Mahmoud F uh, asks, is it worth becoming a paying member? I only want the who view uh, your profile analytics. So I know, um, so two answers to that. Yes, it's absolutely worth becoming a paying member, but not necessarily for that feature. Um, right. there, and I don't remember the name of it. It's not Duck Soup, but there is actually a Chrome extension that will show you everyone who's viewed your profile. Now, oh, I don't know really? if it still works or not, and I don't know what the name is, but I remember hearing about it. profile or whatever? No, so, no one can no. see it if they hide their profile. <laughs> not even with paid, not even with paid. Um, I am a ginormous fan of Sales Navigator. I didn't used to be. I used to hate it. Mm -hmm. um, and I love it for all the reasons I used to hate it, which is odd. But um, I'm a huge fan of Sales Navigator. Um, 
business plus isn't worth it. The $59 a month for business plus. I just, it's all you get with that is who's viewed your profile. I mean, there's a few more things. I think I'm really, doing like a $49 a month, which yeah. allows me to do more. Is that the business plus or That's business plus basically they told me I, I was using, I was using the mobile app too much yeah. or something. And I was going yeah. beyond their fair use or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, no, so it's, it's like, you know what? I'll yeah. buy it for a couple of months yeah. and then I'll, you know, because yeah. If you're right. actively using LinkedIn, especially if you're in HR or sales or marketing, if you're actively like, yeah, duck soup, it is duck soup, Mia. Okay. Cause let's talk about duck soup. Cause I'm a huge fan of that Chrome extension too. Um, but, but back to premium. Um, yeah. So if you're using the search a lot, uh, then it's maybe worth business plus, but honestly for $20 more, you get so much more with sales navigator that I just tell everybody like, just invest the extra $20 a month. Cause you get so much more, you get such a better search. You get more saved searches, you get tagging and notes again, um, which you can also get with duck soup. Um, there's just so many, you get to, to, to follow leads, you get to end mails, which I don't even ever use all of those. I mean, there's, I never use them. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So Nancy said it's the who who's viewed my profile. That's a good name. The who's viewed my profile Chrome extension on who's viewed, but she said it didn't work anymore. It looks uh, like in that comment. Um, so duck soup that Mia brought up and, and by the way, great to see you girlfriend. Um, duck soup that Mia brought up is a phenomenal um, Chrome extension. It works on sales nav and on free LinkedIn. It brings back notes and tagging and that's for free. And then the premium allows you to auto view people's profiles and do a bunch of other stuff too. Um, but right. the free, I mean, for me until, uh, or for my clients who won't purchase sales navigator, I'm like, well, at least get duck soup for free. Cause you can right, do all right. the tagging and note taking and use it as a CRM. Although I tell everybody they should be using nimble anyway. So nimble. <laughs> I nimble, gotta make a mental note. <laughs> yeah, nimble is phenomenal. Um, and right now, I mean, Dynamics and uh, the Dynamics CRM and Salesforce and HubSpot and Zoho and I think Sugar very shortly will be integrating well into the Sales Navigator. They're not well integrated yet, but they'll be well integrated. Soon they'll be integrated well into Sales Navigator. But for free LinkedIn, no other mm -hmm. CRM system really works except for Nimble is a phenomenal tool. They've got a great, um, well, they've got extensions for all the browsers that allow you to export content right into Nimble and then manage your contacts that way. It's, it's, it's a phenomenal, it does a whole lot more. It can find emails, phone numbers, et cetera. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, John, we're shouting out. Um, yeah, no, I'm, a, I'm a ginormous fan and not just because he bought me dinner when we were in Boston. <laughs> but it didn't hurt, right? I mean, it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. It wasn't just me, by the way. I don't want to. I don't want to get any rumors started. There was. It was me and 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 seventy eight other women and John. No lie. Uh, <laughs> just the way John likes it. <laughs> and he did the gentlemanly thing and just he picked did. up the he check just for everybody. Up the bill. He did Very for everybody. Nice. He actually did. So um, I want to talk a little bit about your strategy with connections, right? Because. Yeah. LinkedIn always asks me if I know the mm -hmm. person. Like they always want to make yeah, sure yeah. you know the yeah. person. Yeah. But then they suggest four thousand people I might know who I have. Please. You know, like how many yeah. more people could I possibly, could I possibly know? Right now. Um, yeah. What is your sort of strategy or recommended strategy as far as yeah. who to connect with, not connect with? What should be your approach to? seeking connections? Should you know yeah. them or be connected to them in some way? Yeah. Yeah. So number one, once you find someone that you want to connect with, always, 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 always customize the invitation. Always, always customize the invitation and please get their name and their sex and their gender. Correct. Um, I get dear sir all the time because Vivek is actually a very popular Indian name. So um, always customize the invitation. You can right. customize the invitation on mobile too. You just have to click on the three dots. So when, if you click on connect, bam, done. But you can even retrospectively personalize that invitation if you just click on the three dots to the whatever side, left, right of their head. I don't know. Right. Um, so always, always, always customize the invitation. Um, and don't just be like, 
you know, oh, we have a lot of people in common. Let's connect. Like, give me a reason why you want to connect. I know eventually you just want to sell me something, but like, give me something to hold on to here. Um, so always customize the invitation. I will accept absolutely people I don't know um, if A, they've customized the invitation or B, um, I know that I can help them in their business somehow. They, they fall into my buyer persona or I think they can help me in my business. They're in media, mm -hmm. PR, whatever. So if you can help them or they can help you in your business and, and do think not broadly think buyer persona, you know, like I can help anyone with a TV. Well, <laughs> I can help anyone with a face or a computer. Like, right, right. Um, so that that's when it comes down to it. That's really what I recommend. Uh, LinkedIn says to only connect with people, you know, but they're like, but, but if you've got sales navigator, you can connect to anyone you want. So right, um, even I don't the, really the, care about them anymore. The level that I have, I'm paying for yeah. whatever I have yeah. now I can un invite the whole yeah, world right. if I want to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, and, they're they really, no question. and they're like, yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, bring it on. Um, there is a hard stop at 30,000 connections and you can't buy more. You can't get more. You can't ask for more. You can have more followers, but you can't have more than. And I know this because I spend hundreds of dollars a month on my poor assistant who goes through and deletes people so that I can accept new mm -hmm. people into my network. So you might think right now, like I've only got 1200 connections, but if, you know, 10 years from now, if we're still all using LinkedIn, um, you're going to be at that 30,000 connection. So it would make sense to be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more careful with, with who you connect with on LinkedIn. And don't forget, you can always connect right, right. people and you can always block people too. I'm kind of a contrarian on LinkedIn yeah. now because yeah. I feel like LinkedIn kind of reminds me of Twitter, like, four years ago or whatever yeah, where it's yeah. getting more social and people are getting open to you know mm -hmm. we're, we're all commenting on the same posts that we, yeah. we don't know the person whatever and and so i'm just starting like anybody that doesn't look like they have a fake profile it's like fine whatever <laughs> don't send me a personal yeah thing i, I would prefer it i don't really want to write <laughs> really that. Like, have that until you want to sell me something please yeah. you know what i don't even care you, you're accepted because I, I just feel like that um, the way it's going with video and everything, I'm fine with people who don't know me watching my yeah. video and maybe yeah. clicking yeah. through to my website. So, but, I, what do you, I, but if they're not a buyer persona, if they, they if, I mean, and yes, we don't know who their audience is and it's possible right, if they right. share it, you'll might get more visibility. And trust me, I used to be, I mean, that's very LinkedIn open networky and I used right. to lion ish and I used to be that way, but a, I've hit my 30,000 limit. Um, and so it's a pain mm -hmm. in my butt because I have to keep deleting people. Um, but it just, yeah, there, there's just, there, there seems to be more spam with an uncontrolled network like that, but no, you know there, what, do what you want. <laughs> no, but here's the, th here's the question I have. Yeah, yeah. The downside is if my network gets too big, cause they, you, you can't, can't show manage something it. that I post right to every single person that no. I'm connected to. Right, right. Exactly. So the people that I want to see what I'm sharing, will they no longer see it because it's going to a whole bunch of people on nah. the other side of the no okay yeah i don't know that that's necessarily true but i'll use myself as an example so i've got my thirty thousand connect twenty nine thousand seven hundred and ninety eight i think because um <laughs> nicole just got rid of a bunch of people not that uh, anyone's counting not anyone's <laughs> counting but then we've got bryn tillman who's my colleague um right. who's got like sixteen thousand ish or 18,000 connections on LinkedIn. She actually gets more engagement because her stuff is better than mine in general. I mean, she's more thoughtful than I am. I just like, bleh. Um, and she, she's more thoughtful when it comes to LinkedIn. So she's got half, literally half the followers that I have, but she gets more engagement because she's got a more refined network. And so, you know, I don't, I, I don't necessarily think bigger is better when it comes mm -hmm. to LinkedIn. I mean, certainly, 500 plus if you're not the CEO of a fortune 500 company is better than three connections. But right. I don't know once we start getting into the, the thousands plus if it's any better to have a, a big network like that. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, it, it serves me a little, but I don't see the exponential difference between Bryn and myself um, compared to, you know, and I've got double the, the connections. So, um, but her well, if I keep rolling this way, I'll, I'll report back to you like a year. Yeah, let me know. Let me know whether, whether, so, exactly. whether I regret it or not. But yeah, right exactly. now, I, I, when I came just back, just tag them all like 
delete later. <laughs> and then it'll be easy. You can sort and just delete, delete, just delete, delete. sorting as soon as I accept. This is somebody exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. And then just exactly. do a mass delete. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> well, this was an awesome hour. Thank you so much. Oh, my much. God. It's I, so I really fun. enjoyed it. You want, you want to do another hour? I, 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 I would, but I'm I actually kidding. Hear my 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 daughter uh, my daughter Laza upstairs. Kidding. We're having dinner. I totally could. You know me. I totally could. Well, thank you so thank you so much. This was uh, a lot of fun. Um, Vivica Von Rosen. Her uh, Twitter handle is at LinkedIn Expert. Um, she has a course on employee branding for employee branding uh, for, on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn. Uh, Brand new it'll, LinkedIn learning course. We will share. Get the it link. five more times. I'll get employee branding on LinkedIn. <laughs> Um, and so people, there's a pinned link. Uh, you can take a look at that if you're interested. Also the books, right? You have yeah, three yeah. books out on LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, just let everybody know they can go to Amazon. I, I believe yeah. the links. Don't in buy the-, the first one. It's so out of date, but 101 ways to rock your personal brand is, um, oh, still man. relatively relevant. Um, and the LinkedIn security is like super boring, but it's really, appropriate um depending on what you're trying to do with linkedin i get like linkedin security Woo, there's an exciting title so take that hour a day that i put on my calendar just take that off and don't just do that take program. that off yeah no i would never have named it that ever but wiley made me wiley made me name it that yeah um i would never have named it that i would have been linkedin marketing i would have been linkedin for dummies but dave got it first oh yeah, no. damn it <laughs> What about LinkedIn marketing? What about LinkedIn marketing for dummies? Um, uh, uh, who got that? Um, LinkedIn video for dummies. That one. That <laughs> one I could do. You better. I, just I, think I came up I with a Wiley, come stuff. on, man. Hurry up. I don't think they're ever going to work with me again. <laughs> anyway, this was a blast. Thank you so much, Vivica Von <laughs> Thanks, Rosen Brad. at LinkedIn Expert. Have a great night, everybody.